This episode of Neon Black is brought to you by Honeybolt CBD. We love Honeybolt over here. They're a family-run business who have been in the CBD game forever. All Honeybolt's products are organic, third-party lab-tested, full-spectrum, and made right here in the USA. Neon Black listeners get 30% off their first order using code NEONBLACK, or one word, that's N-E-O-N-B-L-A-C-K, and it can be used site wide for CBD vape pens, CBD hemp flour, sports balm, tinctures, gummies, and they even have dog treats. And right now they're giving away a free CBD face mask with every single order. So check them out at www.honeybolt.com and don't forget to use promo code NEONBLACK to get 30% off. That's www.honeybolt.com. All right, very special episode of Neon Black. I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Ryan Jaso. I'm Seb Weber. And I'm Bonner. And today uh, we're stacking these up because obviously there's uh, there's some shit going on outside. It's also nothing else to do. And yeah, we th- we thought instead of uh, as we as we usually do is we we talk about current events and and what's going on in life. It's we decided just to do something that little little throw, call an audible so to speak. And we're we're con- we're constantly arguing about legacy on this show. Um, and who is the greatest and who is the best at this. And I thought, why not do the top five front men in music of all time? So there's a few rules to this. Uh, we're going to go through this. We're, we'll be ranking them in order. Um, the band has to have uh, come out with music 1980 or afterwards mm-hmm. is rule number one. Uh, rule number two, it cannot be Prince. Fair enough. Okay. I like that he has his own caveat. Yeah, because yeah. he, he would win. He deserves it. Yeah. Um, so he's he's excluded. No, I'm all right. Um, so yeah, with that, um, let's let's start this off. Jason, why don't you hit us with your number five? Number five. This was a tough one for me, but I'm going with Marilyn Manson. Not a bad call, Marilyn Manson. Not a bad. But not a bad. He's a solo act, right? No, yeah. no, no. He's he, a had a, he had a band. Marilyn Manson is a solo act. Uh, no, Marilyn Manson, they're right. Marilyn Manson it's is a, a whole band. band. It's a, it's but a whole his band. name is Marilyn Manson. And that, yeah, but the band is called Marilyn Manson. Yeah, the band is right. a full band. They're right. It's, it's, yeah, this is not against I mean, the rules. Plays, you should have broached like, this in the rules. Listen to the music. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's not like it's just him singing a pop Well, song. obviously, everybody has a backing band, but Marilyn it, Manson is a solo act. It's a full, oh, uh, no, dude. It's a full freaking band. They tour I'm as a band. I'm with so on this one. Yeah, I think, he, I think it's a band that just happened. Because his name's not actually Marilyn Manson. It's a rock no band. Shit, but when he goes on uh, David Brian. Letterman, they go, Marilyn Manson, and just Marilyn Manson comes out for an interview. Marilyn Manson is an American singer, songwriter, record producer, actor, visual artist. He's known for his controversial stage personality and image as the lead singer of the band of the same name. Okay. So you got it. Jay, so you, you had an opinion, yet somehow you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> also, what do you mean? I just said, what, you're it's right, also you're right. kidding. Like One of the greatest band. live shows I've ever seen. Like, so Marilyn like, Manson, number five. Like old Marilyn Manson before he got huge uh, was actually one of the b- great live Freak shows. Show? Oh, a fucking awesome live show too. Yeah, and awesome videos. Wow. 
Production okay. wise, visually, yeah. it's an amazing show. All right, I, you know, I'll, we're all agree. Well, I'll jump on with this. Is I don't necessarily. I've never really cared for Marilyn Manson's music yet. I'm always interested, and I like watch the videos. Like he, I, it's he's fascinating, or it's fast. Yeah. The it, band is fascinating. I don't whatever. Know. Yeah. All right. Good call then. Seb, hit us with number five for you. Along the same lines, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. That's a weak. That's see. See, here's why. Here's why I'm going to say that that's weak. Is because part the, of being a frontman is a, you're wrong. Is the is the theatricality and the, the theatricality of I realize. I, I get it. I get that part. But someone else could come up on stage as Corey Taylor because he's wearing his mat. Like he's, my point is, he's no, not that big of a personality. I a hundred percent disagree with you. Well, he's also the lowest on my list. Yeah, it's number five. It's number five okay. on my list. All right. And I'm um, going to give it to him for the sheer fact that I think as recently as last year, Slipknot released an album still and still went number one. But I, I think like I wouldn't, for, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this, like of the 90s, they were one of the most like, I wouldn't. I, I sure. love the police. I would never put Sting as one of the greatest front men of all time. Like, oh, great, there's my number two. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Um, let me finish my argument though because this is, you know, how it would work in court. Okay. Because um, we're in court. <laughs> Court of Public Opinion. Part of the way I analyzed this list was, and also like length of time they've been around, because I think that it is pretty amazing that you can't call them a novelty act no, or anything. Right. No, yeah, they've yeah. been like they're they're no. they're hitting legacy status. I will say, when I was a teenager, still probably unbeaten as some of the best shows I ever went to in my life. As a front man, he is unreal to watch live. I mean, never, the whole production. Live, yeah. you got to see it live, Shane, because it is one of the it's best It's not my style shows. of music, but I, no, I give them props. They're mine. still doing it. It's They're still not doing mine it. either, yeah. but like, they are, as performers and as a front man, you could arguably also say the argument that because he's wearing a mask, it's even harder to be a front fucking man. But he's done it for this long, and uh, it also was his brainchild. The whole thing was his brainchild. Yeah. So um, that's my number five. Oh, all right, Bonner, what do you got? Uh, mine is Spencer Moody from Murder City Devils, which again, knowing this number five and like for me, it was just a matter of like, it's one of the more charismatic frontmen when you go see a live fucking show and you're like, the guy's got the fucking microphone in his mouth. He's over the audience. Like, it's just interesting. So not necessarily the world's most popular band, but one of my faves and fucking fun to watch, man. I back it. Yeah, you'll get no crossover on that one. Yeah, no, I didn't There'll expect zero that. Zero crossover on that one. So far, none of us have crossover. So do we rank these all afterwards? That's what we should do, right? You all do yeah. it, and then we, we yeah, come yeah, in agreement. Yeah. yeah, I'm with that. Uh, my number my number five is a uh, very, very short career, but by far one of the most charismatic front... Almost defines what a front man is. The only reason he's not higher up on my list is because he, he died and there just wasn't more music, but... Uh, it's Michael Hutchins from NXS is my number five. Ooh. Fuck, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like you won that round. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give that, I'm hard to fuck give with him as a front man. No, he it dude was All in favor of Michael Hutchins and Zaya I. I'm gonna give an eye on that one. Aye. I'll give it to you. Yeah, All you right, won that round. So Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins, number five. Uh what do you got, Jay? So for number four. Number four. This is where it starts getting tough for me, because I wrestle back and forth with these, but I'm gonna go with Eddie Vetter. From Pearl Jam. Oh, see Quite that. Cool. See, well, yeah. Cause I, I, I went back and forth on this one too. Is, yeah, like his. No. It's, kind of, it's kind of an interesting call. Yeah, because it, Eddie Vedder in I, the nineties was fucking a nut job. Yeah, and was oh, like yeah. was like fucking climbing off shit of, and climbing shit. For anyone who's not seen it on live, you guys should. Um, if you're listening, you should watch the very first Lollapalooza and Pearl Jam's very first festival date, and it is. 
fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Whereas, like at the Eddie Vedder, now you picture with an acoustic guitar and a straw fedora and singing with Neil Young. Yeah. Uh, whereas, or Ben Harper, or, or Ben Mick Harper, Jagger, you know, yeah. that's a good call. I because at first I was about to shit on that, but no, yeah, no, that's a great call. But he is a he's, and he was one of the he's one of the most unique. I would say. He's one of the most unique frontmen. He is the most unique frontman out of the the grunge movement. And I'm gonna the put lone him, survivor. I'm gonna put him <laughs> more unique than even Kobe. Yeah. I think he's in, he's he's a little bit more interesting. But yeah, good call. Yeah, no, that was a good poll. <laughs> All right, All right. What do you got? What do you got, Seb? You're not gonna guess this one. Rob Thomas. <laughs> George Michael. Hmm. But Fuck. see, but but so oh. then you're grading George Michael when he was in Wham, and that's not as good. Because I, I think, but no, but then we can't do other ones. I think you can, you, you've got to, we've got to be able to include people that have had solo careers onwards because he's still. But his solo career was way more prolific than his, than his band career. Yeah, that changes and the entire dynamic as being a frontman. Yeah, You're obviously really a frontman in a solo career. Yeah. Right. Or front woman. Do you, no, have, I, you have a, do you have an, you have to have an honorable mention that you can slide into that spot. Um, honorable mention, Michael Stipe. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a solid one. I and that that falls under the Eddie Vedder category of unassuming but incredibly iconic. And like, and definitely probably like the thing I think with Michael Stipe is how much influence he probably had over so many musicians that we listen to now. You know, I totally agree. Yeah, that's a good good call. Good call. Why to pull that one out of your butt, dude? Um, my George number Michael four, George Michael. Now, George Michael is good. Like I I back where your head was He's at with that. Some things out of his butt. Tough one. <laughs> um, my number four is Karen O. Ooh, strong! Oh, well, that is a strong one. Yeah. It's very strong. Yeah, it's uh, it's in to give everyone like context on this. It's actually a hard list to come up with. When you look at like the past thirty some odd years of music and try to figure out like you know what defines a frontman of a band versus being a solo breakout artist, things like that. But I feel like Karen O just is someone who she's kind of low key and fucking just interesting as hell and is an amazing performer. Would you say that she's the most? Well, I, I'm not going to ask you, Bonner, because I would know your answer by by you nominating her number four. Is she? But is she the most interesting front woman of all time? Nope. No. Well, and not of my. I've got one more girl. All now. time. I put Stevie Nicks over her. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but Stevie Nicks. Okay, so this That's is when you 70s, said eighties. She's seventies. No, I know. Okay, no, he's saying all time. time. He said all time. All time. No, no, no. She's she's not she's not all time. But again, like going back, Quinn Stefani. I'd put over her probably. Stop fucking talking, Stop man. Stop taking my fucking <laughs> list. Okay, sorry. We can't mention other people. Yeah, well, we're talking about be... arguments. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm with you on Karen. Very strong choice. Yeah, it's a strong choice. Out of the box. I like it. Uh, my next pick. I feel like it's only... It, going back to like the uniqueness and the performance aspect, and there's never been anybody like him, and there won't ever be because there's been a lot of people that have tried... And unfortunately, we were going to get to see him perform this year at Coachella, but Zach De La Rocha, I have at number four. Yeah, oh, great, great strong. fucking poll. Oh, this is getting harder. Yeah, 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 no. yeah, there's no, there's nobody like him in music. It's funny, Shane, because he's actually my number three, and I wrestled with three and four being Betty, uh, Eddie or yeah. Zach. Zach. No, he that dude was like, and at the, at the time he came out to like his the the whole political stance, like his whole fucking approach to it, like he that's a. Yeah, that part is fucking is absolutely like what puts him over the top. But you just look at the way rap rock has never fucking worked. Well, yeah, for o anybody, no. often imitated, often imitated, never duplicated. It never lands, and I, and there's aspects of that have to do with with Tom Morello and and the rest of that band. But there's never like Zach De La Rocha is he's on like levels like yeah. it's 
it's just a different it's a different ball game and talk about performance like fuck he looked like when he was on stage he looked like he was always <laughs> almost like there was a, a not even an opposition to the audience but like he, he was like him versus everything is fuck he's a fucking hell of a performer too man yeah yeah so yeah i got zach this is difficult though it's difficult. So, now who, so who, 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 so Zach who's Dale, made more of an Zach, impact in music? Though? Zach Dale, Eddie, Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder, or and then who? Karen who's L. Yours? Stipe, Karen o and Michael Stipe. Fucking hard. Well, obviously, you know where Jaso and I votes, where we, where our vote is. I, for me, I'd probably if I look at it overall, I think I'd go Eddie Vedder. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm right. with you on that. I'm Eddie going Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Fourth greatest of uh, all time. I'm not mad at, at Zach losing to Eddie Vedder. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's not an easy, like, let's be it's honest. Not it's an not easy, a fucking easy yeah. call. I, do, I, I would just say that, you know, yeah, that is not an easy call. Yep. But Eddie Vedder, I think, is he's just probably easy. more iconic. And he's had a lot like, the longevity, like, you figure how much, like, fuck it. When did 10 came out in? 91. 91, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, Jay. So hit us with your number three. I'm gonna let you guys. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let's mix it up a little bit. Someone All right, else step first. Start, start us off with number three. All Change right, my order. number three. I know we can't judge on what they go on to be, <laughs> but I'm giving this to her anyway. It's going to Beyonce. Okay, so this is a really interesting. I don't think it's a very good. I know what you're gonna ask. I don't think since I'm making up the rules here. You're you're judging her on Destiny's Child, Beyonce. Well, they all sing. Okay, yeah, she was the star of the group. She was the star of the group. They're also the biggest selling girl band of all time. By okay, well, uh, as long as you're letting us judge it strictly on that, then that's fine. Yeah, I would say Beyonce, Destiny's Child. Okay, that that's your choice. Uh, Bonner, what do you got? Uh, I went Gwen Stefani for my number three. So, see, to me, that makes way more sense. That's a great choice. That's a good choice. That's a great choice. And and everyone's defense on this. This is not a fucking like. I don't put a lot of thought into a lot of things. I put some thought into this. It's not a fucking easy thing. No, to I. There's no question. I mean, the three. What do they do? Well, actually, they did like four albums, five albums together. But you really think about the first three albums from No Doubt, and which, first of all, in the '90s there were not uh, on K Rock. There were not a lot of female, female singers, lead singers no. at all. Well, and, like she was definitely opened the door for. Think about how many girls Billie at Irish. that time were fucking running around who had <laughs> the exact same outfit that chick. Like, she, well, you had like, the old, like you had Alanis Morissette was the only other one, big one, but she really was. That was like a different thing. That was a solo act. Yep. There's like PJ Harvey, but wasn't nearly as the, the, no. wasn't nearly, nearly as big. big. Nah. No, no, uh, like no doubt was like that. That changed a lot of shit, and she hung with the boys, which yep. was she was hot. And She's still hung with the boys. Is hot, and she, was, and she was cool. And like you know, I think the I think the thing to your point at the time that that came out, and maybe for the younger listeners, this won't land as much. But we weren't hearing a lot of female vocals. So as men, for us to adopt a woman lead singer in a in a genre that was predominantly in a male, punk band. Yeah, well, and that's that was going to be my point. I didn't like any. There, I did not find Scott palatable till till No Doubt. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I agree. No, um, I was not a special fan. I, will, I did not like the Aquabats. I didn't like any of that stuff. Yep. I will say this. Probably the best looking couple. Oh, even yeah. though her and Gavin, yeah, Gavin. dude, like, yeah, yeah, like, best you, career move Gavin ever made. Yeah, oh, I mean, I mean sure. like, he's a pretty amazing looking dude as well. But weird thing, probably the best uh, looking duo week, of the nineties <laughs> for sure. I watched Constantine the other uh, like a week oh, yeah, ago. Yeah, he's in it. He's in Constantine. Yeah, he's in, Constantine. He's in a few movies. Dude, kid's a good looking guy. You know, good I, tennis player too, Gavin Rosdellis. No good shit, tennis player. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, Gavin Sunder. Keep keep going, bud. Uh, so I'll go with my number three. Uh, once again, small, small sample size. 
but I think there was no such thing really as this type of frontman until he existed. Uh, my boy Ian Curtis, number three, Joy Division. Uh, Hold on though. Hold on. 1980. Really? Yep. I. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought it was seventy. Oh, I thought it was seventy nine. So there yeah, was no, that's... there was no, uh, there was no, there wasn't really frontmen like that until he, until he came along. We're going by year of record, first record release, right? That's kind of the rule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I pretty thought, good. I thought, that I still doesn't beat Gwen Stefani for me though. Well, Jason still hasn't thrown his out. So this was this is tough because my number three was Zach, but I feel like I should pick something new. No, no, you still keep you okay. keep your spot. All right. Yeah. So I had and give your spiel about Zach. Yeah. So my number three was Zach De La Rocha. Uh, this was the first time the first time I saw them play was Coachella the first time they were supposed to play not this year obviously and that was the most packed I had seen that main stage for anyone ever and I could not believe the energy watching him perform the fact that he still sounded this is 10 years 8 years ago probably 2007 the fact that he still sounds the same as he did from the fucking 90s live was unbelievable to me and yeah. to your point we kind of touched on it before so many people have tried to do like that that political charge rock music since, and it has never landed the same. No. It has come off contrived and cheesy and just whack, and it is so. They, I mean, they still stand apart. I was listening to "Killing in the Name of Yesterday." Like all the songs hold up. Mm -hmm. I mean, we listened to uh, not all the songs. That's a little bit broad. Mm, their first two albums, I don't like. <laughs> their last album sucked. The Battle of Los Angeles. That yeah. album sucked. I remember, I remember in here probably a year ago. But their first two albums are amazing. Evil Empire and, and the album that Killing in the Name of is on. I think it's just self-titled or is it called Killing in the Name uh, of? It's called Killing in the Name. Yeah, I believe so. Those two uh, albums hold up. Um, track for track. I mean, dude, it was, it was probably a year ago now that the Australian show where they do the cover. Uh, where Denzel Curry played. It's called like a, like, a, like a like cover, a like, like a version. version. And I, I, it would like got me recharged up again about how fucking amazing they are as a band and how great he is as a lead singer. But I, I, I forgot to mention, though, on the last round, which you just brought it up again, though. Um, we also have to remember that we didn't talk about, but Eddie Vedder did a, was in the early 90s was also Mr. Protester, too. So just want to throw that in there. Yeah, that's why Eddie Vedder won the last round. Yeah, I know, but I just we didn't we didn't note that. Yeah, um, he still is. He, fought, he still he is. He fought Ticketmaster and won. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say though, I'm with Gwen Stefani. Yeah, just for what yeah. she did for everyone else. It's. I think this is uh, this is just bad luck for Zach De La Rocha going up against Eddie Vedder, and then and then Gwen, uh, and then Gwen Stefani. Yeah. But uh, if I probably would have put him five, he would have won. But yep. yeah, I think Gwen 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 gets the nod. And I'm just a girl. It's just a fucking still uh, absolute. Don't sleep, dude. Tragic Tragic oh, Kingdom. If you go back to how, how many actually incredible it's, songs are on that, yeah. it's like I like their really, last album even the one I and I remember I uh, and solo. I can't, I mean, I can't think like, of the name of their guitarist, but. Um, I, I I had a bunch of interactions with them, and they were really the rest of the band was really bummed on that last. The album. one she used to date? No, no, that no that's Tony Canal, the bass player. Yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't really like the way that last album sounded because the the record basically turned it into a Gwen Stefani album. But mm. I really liked it still. I thought it was good. Did the the sleep? I think the sleeper song they had was the fucking song from that uh, movie Go, the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Such a she definitely banger carries, song. But she definitely carries the boys. And she's an unreal. Perf well. I wouldn't. Say, the, I think they the, all the, like Tony Canal. You brought up is like an awesome bassist to watch. Yeah, he's also the the other songwriter in the and, band. And yeah. then uh, their bass, their their drummer is awesome. Drummers, too. you know, funny story on their drummer. When their drummer auditioned for the band, he lied how long he had been playing drums. He'd been playing for like a year and a half or something. And they're like, they, he jumped in. I guess actually fucking was able to like hang in there. 
their guitar players are actually really good too. They're a good that, band. Yeah, they're a good band. They're 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 a strong band. But yeah, I think so. So far, we have number five, Michael Hutchins. Number four is Eddie Vedder, and number three is Gwen Stefani. Right? Strong list. So strong far. list. All right, I'll start off this round. Um, my number two. I, I, it, he needs no introduction. Neon Black favorite, Liam Gallagher. He's, mm. he's my number two. He's too. He, there's nobody. <laughs> I still. There's nobody. Lot, you want to talk? He defines the front yeah, man in the same way. Tough. In the same way that this is getting really hot. Now. That that Michael <laughs> Hutchins does. There's nobody that makes a tambourine cooler than Liam Gallagher. And a Parker. And I think we could all agree, probably the most exciting, excited reunion we all agree on that will come at some point. And still, like, st he still manages 25 years, 30 years to be fucking To still awesome. be a fucking gangster. What's, yeah. what's his legacy? And I'm not, I'm not what's disagreeing. What's his legacy? No, 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 hold on. I'm not, Oasis? I'm, I'm, not dis I'm not disagreeing. I'm asking, like, no, as, one of the biggest artist of influence, like, what would you say is legacy? Yeah, he's also... He's the, they're the biggest. They're the one of they're one he of the three biggest rock. Cool. No, but they're one of the three biggest rock bands of the entire '90s. Maybe yeah. even records-wise, they might even be number one. And yeah, I didn't they're, mean they're and, and, not being argumentative yeah, at all. That, I'm more, that I'm was more, more of a question of what I think he's actually honestly asking. What do we think his legacy? Yeah, is? like like what like I think within the, the realm of being his like, legacy is, is essentially creating what a frontman what is. story okay. morning glory yeah pretty like good legacy. He represents that entire band. Um, he does. I mean, he just carries singing. the whole band. And we talked about this before. The ironic thing is his brother, who writes most of the stuff, has a better voice than him. Yeah. Oh, way better. But not as an iconic, and he's not yeah. nearly as fun to watch. You they're, hear? The, they're, the, they're the biggest thing to come from the UK in the 90s. Right. Uh, well, according to Seb, Blur was bigger than everybody, but Blur was bigger. But that was like not the, in the UK, not in worldwide, the UK, yeah. not no, worldwide. But, no, yeah. I mean, musician. I don't even think like, Blur was bigger than than Oasis in the nineties. Well, they won the the American yeah. uh, America dominated the nineties with hip hop uh, and grunge and all this stuff that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, 100%. they're literally the only band that came out and said they were bigger than the Beatles. With this, and yeah. back, then, back then, trolling was not a thing. Yeah, yeah. No. no. Uh, oh, he's the OG troll for sure. Yeah, I mean, he just literally makes before fun Twitter. of people. Yeah, like he doesn't. No, but even yeah. before Twitter, he would just be like, "That's what I said." It's funny, like going back to like my question of like what his legacy is, and this is when I when I think of him, I think of like cool dickhead frontman. Like, yeah, that's and I'm like, uh, I mean, I, exactly. it's, not, it's not a bad. I thing. I tell like, you honestly, how we sum it up yeah. is this: he can't do anything else but be a frontman. No, like nothing. there's <laughs> not. He doesn't play another role. Mm, yeah, he could be a fashion designer, but he really is. He's tried to be. Yeah, one of the greatest. Frontman of all time. Yeah. So do you want to hear my, my Liam Gallagher story? So I lived in the same neighborhood as him in London, St. John's Wood. And um You can make shit up and none of us I, would know the I could I, you'd see you'd see him out and about at the pub. Never never talked to him anyway, but uh, one day I went he was in the pub and I was in the pub and we went I went to the bathroom and he was standing in the only stool next to him. And I'm just pissing. It's just like, whatever, he's pissing. And he turns around to me and goes, fucking pissing. <laughs> that was it. And that was it. And I was like, okay. Well, you know and how- And he was like smashed he, out of his brain on like a somehow, Thursday at 6 He's somehow, like he's got to be what? Like early 50s now? Late yeah. 40s, early yeah. 50s? And he's somehow, usually those guys, they don't age well. No. Especially when they still keep doing the same shit that they were doing when they were popular. It starts to look kind of pathetic. Sh yeah, shenanigans he's get pathetic. As, he's just as fucking cool. Because that's... that's in some he, ways cooler, yeah. If he was in that band or not, that band, like if he was celebrity or not, it would be him. They could be the same person. He just happened to mm -hmm. fucking achieve that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, number two for me is Liam Gallagher. Yeah, good point. Who do you got, Seb? <sighs> it's getting harder. Um, I'm probably going to be the only one 
who is going to agree with this, and that's fine. I'm totally happy with that. But Keith Flint is my number two. Keith Flint, prodigy. Yeah. No. I mean, just Dude's that's a, a really very. You put really, him really, at number two, though. That's yeah, a really for me. You got to remember, like, I grew performer. up. That was what I was. That's oh, that when I saw Firestarter. Yeah. On top of the pops. That was the defining moment in music for me in 96 when I saw it. And I was like, I want to work in music. I want to be music. I want to like, that was the thing that just was like, I remember seeing that video after it aired and just making a conscious life decision that I wanted to consume and learn everything I could about this. Yeah. And mate, honestly, it was the first record that ever made me interested in music. Yeah, and the funny so thing this is, is like, this is a personal thing. If you're sub 30, like I think Prodigy is probably not going to necessarily have the impact. Agreed. But like, I go back to fucking Firestarter. What was the Smack My Bitch Up video? Like, oh. the shit that they did. And like, he is an insane performer. Like, that dude's. Oh, dude. Yeah, no question. great performer. Unreal. That's well, a, so it's a good I mean, You could argue that there's no, no, it's there's, a great no there's no Slipknot or Marilyn Manson without. without uh, uh, Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think that. I think, yeah. That's a super solid argument. Who you got, JSO? This is gonna. I'm gonna make this number two slot really difficult for all of us because, to me, and it's it's unquestioned, but it's Kurt Cobain at number two. You made it easy on me because that's my number two as well. Mm -hmm. Woo! So we're gonna have an argument here. Yeah, that's Kurt Cobain. Come on, man! Like they didn't have to do much. The the unplugged MTV Nirvana was just like. Pensive and like he was just kind of sitting there, kind of quiet, and he, but you're still he was yeah. still such voice, a presence. The way his fucking voice and the way he carried himself was like nothing. Yep, and he was the I think he was the first of his kind and set a tone for fucking arguably Dude, a lot of people to follow. And, and like going back, that someone was posting about it recently, but going back and listening to their lyrics and how they're still applicable today, and it's not like the the music is not dated; it still ages yep. really well. Dude, kids are still crazy. listening to it. Like kids are still yep. getting into it and still fucking just as wildly into it as they're we were. Selling cardigans like that at fucking Urban Outfitters. I can't now, even like, remember what your pick was. Liam Gallagher. Liam Gallagher. Yeah. It's really tough. This is a tough dude. Yeah. Brand, that's a tough. Fight. I say it's a draw. <laughs> it's not a draw. It's Kurt Cobain. Yeah, <laughs> it's gotta be. I mean, I'm gonna protest. I'm gonna protest this that Kurt Cobain is not nearly as he's influential, but not nearly as he shouldn't be in a top three of a frontman argument because of he wasn't. He was just like uh, here's the other argument. He, he was good at wearing cardigans. You know why it's a fair argument on this is because they both essentially played the same amount of time before. And obviously, he was killed, and Liam like just stopped performing because they didn't get along. They didn't tour. No, Oasis played quite a bit. Longer. Oasis played longer into the two thousands, but not. It wasn't like Oasis. they're still playing today. I like think, Eddie Vedder I think or something. you're forgetting the bigger picture of Kurt Cobain for what well, he did. We're talking, Kurt Cobain we're was talking one about of the frontmen. Yeah. No, but what? Listen to my argument. Kurt Cobain was the first frontman that proved you didn't have to be necessarily good yeah. at a musician to be a frontman. What he was was an incredible storyteller and an incredible songwriter. But he was like a lousy, lousy fucking music. He could barely play the guitar. I mean, but like, yeah, was... Suspect. But the, the thing too with Kurt Cobain, where the argument is very different if you look at like between fucking Liam and Kurt, like Kurt didn't want to be a frontman. Like he he wanted anonymity. He I think yeah, so there was interviews that he was like, dude, I actually really wanted to be a drummer because I didn't want to be the face of what we were doing or something to that effect. He, yeah. it was almost like this like anti-hero thing of him being up there. Yeah, and, and, and that made it interesting. And, and I, like, had, I put would, him- I think that's the exact he, reason why he, he shouldn't be up there. He wouldn't mime. Like he, you remember how the Top of the Pops again in England made everyone mime and he wouldn't do it. So they all just pretended like on live TV. Yep. Dude, it's like, 
you can't give it to anyone else but Kurt Cobain. I mean, the fact that we are still talking about Kurt Cobain after he blew his head off, I mean, a long time ago. 20 fucking, what, three, four what, years ago? People stopped talking about Elvis? Or people stopped no, talking but, about... but Elvis had, had a much had a bigger impact. In, yeah, had a much longer career. Nirvana well, literally had a five-year career. Yeah. I mean, out of every artist that we're talking about, Nirvana's had the shortest one out of all of them. Yep. By far, and and the, the thing biggest I'll say, impact in the shortest. Well, no, yeah. we, no, we talked about Joy Division. We talked about Ian Curtis. I think I think How it was long? a year. Kurt Cobain. That's yeah. true. Well, and we're like I think like an Ian Curtis. I think music like sonically, I think well, Joy Division's been Joy fucking Division. has been has been um has been pulled from a lot. Where I think as like a frontman and style and everything, Kurt Cobain has been pulled like emulated quite a bit and probably impacted a lot of people's music. Oh, yeah. I would say Kurt Cobain sure. has influenced way more people, and that's where I think like. Okay. Okay. I, that, I also think that um, he won the argument. He has, I don't he wanna, is more. He's more influential. I don't want to say I'm happy he's dead, right? Because that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> first time on Neon Black, but yeah, for, um, first time said said that. It's first or he's not happy someone said. But if I can take one positive thing out of it, is that he truly has. Create a legacy, yep. and like he didn't wait to get shitter and shitter and shitter. No, like he's stuck in time. It's pretty amazing how we, like we, he couldn't suffer the height of his career. Like we never knew what what the hell. I mean, like it's 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 just adds more to the story. I think. All right, Kurt Cobain, number two, and it's tough because. I would have, like, looking at the, the rest of the list, if Liam would have come in at three, I would have absolutely said over Gwen or absolutely yeah. over... We had to have Gwen in the top yeah. five, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we got, a, we got a Gwen in this top five. Yeah. 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 Uh, who wants to start off? Bonner, you haven't started a round off, so go ahead with your number one. Uh, I feel like I'm about to get shit on, but I'm going to put it out there. Axl Rose. You ain't getting shit ain't on, getting dog. shit on that one. I mean, it's just, like, you. I think that shit. coming out at the time, like, I, going back to looking at, like, fucking... Was that yours? Yeah, dog. Oh shit! All right, Simpatico. Like, Chase rides for for Axl Rose. Just go back to like the Welcome to the Jungle video, watching him fucking come off the fucking bus, and yeah, I think again, like to me, what a good frontman is something that was emulated and impacted, and I think that a lot of people tried to be what he was to rock and roll at the time he was out. God, you're I know talking, what yours is, Shane. You're I talking can't. about a time where monster ballads were a thing. 11-minute November Rain songs where there's breakdowns and build-ups and don't cry. And yep. like, you, you, there's but nothing... Not welcome the to the jungle man now. Welcome to well, the jungle. Which I think that's you, what, have that's what you have to hold. Into. That's what you have to hold that's against That's why him. he doesn't that's get the top enough. spot for me because okay. he's not... He really... Because he's not dead? No, well, because in some way, But hold on, though. But in some ways... Yes, if Axl Rose dies in 1998, he's the de facto number one. Well, yeah, no, yeah, number yeah. one. But the but fact like, is, the showy, the the Eddie Vedder is still cool. Yeah, Axl Rose isn't cool. Nobody takes no. Axl Rose seriously now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but I, but, I, but I'll be with you. Uh, if you're talking like, if you're just talking like about that period uh, of time, that that period of time yeah. where they're at the top of their mountain, he's up there for yeah. sure. That run, that three four year but run. But I was I actually unreal. I actually can't think of another frontman who's fallen off as much as Axl Rose. Yeah, and that's but that like thing who's is now a, really a joke. But well, he's like, the opposite of what we were just talking about with Liam Gallagher. Yeah. like he's an asshole. Yeah. Like no one wants to work with him. But like doesn't even sing very well anymore. No, I mean it's yeah. like. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Braids. I mean, Corn he instantly yeah, isn't. Like, come on, dude. But like, the it, plastic surgery is rough. But let's like, be honest. Like that whole thing with he's like, like the, the fucking, share. He's turned into like the share of rock. Shit, that like, was my number one. Skinny cocaine, <laughs> fucking whiskey rock of the fucking eighties. It doesn't age well. Like that doesn't. You're not fifty and sexy but, and doing blow and like. Okay. Just, oh, uh, you're it, saying the lifestyle doesn't age well. Yeah. No. No. Oh, no, no gotcha, like yeah, yeah. You, you just you do you like that. So no, you have to do it. What Eddie Vedder was able to do. Unless you're Slash somehow who's still 
almost looks like slasher Keith Richards. Anymore, right? like, he's sober though. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. He's been sober a long time. He's been time. sober yeah. for five, ten years, something like that. I think it's like ten years, yeah. 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 So that's your number one. Jason, we know what your number one is. is that's, also, uh, that's also my number one. I, I, I know I, what yours is. And I get it. Bone. And I get it. Like, you guys want to argue against it. I, I'm going to make one roll. last ar- argument for he it. Is just, you guys are talking about A, Appetite for Destruction is arguably one of the greatest albums of all time. And to perform that live, it takes a special kind of yep. person. I mean, just think about something. Like, we didn't talk this whole if list said so of far. If the 80s, he would be at the top of my list. But we didn't. That's the thing, too. That Fair. that that rock from the 80s, that sound, the metal, like a lot of that stuff doesn't even work today. If no. someone tried to do that today, they'd be laughed on the stage. Like, like like the Panic and the Discos. Anything who's ever tried to be like no. theatrical and and actually sing like that. Do you know where you are? Like these little breakdowns. No, it doesn't work today. And the fact that he was able to do it, that's that's why he's number one. For that me. was solid, by the that way. Was that, was good one. that was a good one. <laughs> Who's your number one, Seth? It's because, you know why? It's because he's had it played at his wedding, all 17 of them. No, it's because I fucked up the Dave Matthews band uh, singing, crashing <laughs> yeah, so bad. Were... I had to make up for it on this one. He's so really good, good at he's really good at uh, at Chad Kruger, too. Real quick, before we jump in on, if you, if you for anyone listening, go listen to the song One in a Million. If you know the song, that dude gets a fucking pass on saying some of the most racist ass, like, <laughs> and homophobic shit on a fucking album that Ooh. is... Axl Rose. Oh, really? Yeah, like you go listen to that song One a Million and it's a great it's a great track, but like you listen to it and you're no. like, yeah, no, that ain't that isn't no, cool, that, man. I'm pretty sure that's what they based the African child song on and get him to the Greek yeah. was that song. Fucking hundred <laughs> percent. So anyway. Here you go, Seth. Here you no, go. you're up next. Okay. You <laughs> don't, don't, know, you don't know who my number one is. I think it's David. And I have Byrne. a and I have an argument. I have a very strong argument here. No, it's not David Byrne. David Byrne, I don't think he's the greatest front man. I think he's just, he's the genius though. No. Uh, my number one is, uh, is, is, is somebody that's, that's had many stages of his career, still continues to be one of the most successful bands in the world and had a solid 25 years, maybe even longer of literally being the greatest front man of all time. Paul Hewson, AKA Bono. Yeah. Is number one for me. Oh fuck! Shane's just won this. You can't like the yeah. first. The, you you can't. can't. Nobody's oh. ever done what he's done. No yeah. one has ever done what he's oh. done. It seems like transitioning a- from Joshua Tree into Octum Baby. People forget that that mm. that whole that whole zoo tour and like how that went. And yeah, Wait, they're fucking whack but, now. And, but, but he gave our he's yeah, still hold him to the same. Not nearly as whack as fucking Axel Rose. Still, yeah, you can yeah, still go watch yeah. him. Axel Rose is Both like an abomination. Now, but but uh, Bono can still sing with or without you and it doesn't look like an idiot. Like he just singing seems it. like such a fucking tool. He dude. is a tool. Dude, he's he a gave all, liar, but we, it doesn't matter. So the guy f- created, created and the longevity of the of him as a frontman, and you can't you can't Hell argue no. the fact that they're still. I mean, even as a they gave not all of our gun, iPhones aids. They're, they're not. That was fuck. That was like twelve years okay. ago. I got a real question: How we would settle this? <laughs> if they had to box right now, who do you think would take that? <laughs> Fucking Bono. Probably Bono. Yeah. yeah, Bono would if be punched, so in shape. If you punched, uh, if you put, but what's his name's face would probably just like squish. Smells in the corner. Just like a shower. Powder comes out from all the blow in his head. Um. So yeah, I'm with you on that. That's a great choice. I was really struggling, but I am with you. So that means that we have a draw. Wait, who's your number one? I'm I'm going with Bono. You didn't even pick one. I am not gonna now. I'm no, on, that, I'm, let's read it was your thing. It's gonna be Chris Martin. Right? 
No. I'm not joking. Oh, I thought you I thought you were gonna have Chris Martin on there. No. You sent me a list with InSync on it and Chris Martin, which I was I was waiting for the InSync argument. Um Justin Timberlake. You picked someone. Well, it was JT. No, it was no. Justin Timberlake, Why? but you can't say it after Because then you listen, you're rigging the game. Because if I pick someone, it's two against one. So now it's well, no, you can no, still vote. You no, can't I'm change you. your vote in the middle I, of the I thing. I can change yeah. my vote. That was a very strong argument. And, and I, I can change my vote. Like I'm curious. Um who is your number one? You sent me a. I'll look what he had at number one. I know what he did. Rob yeah, Jones. we can still vote after. Yeah, I, I just like, don't want to want to hear your number one. These are so strong, though. Both. I mean, so strong. It's really hard to like. Is yours that bad? Who is no, it? No, I, I can't think of one. Yeah, Kurt Cobain is number one. Kurt Cobain was probably Kurt my Cobain number one. Oh, okay. So we yeah, settled I mean, so that. We already settled that at yeah. number two. Yeah. So well, we have a draw here. Yeah. How do we do? Two this? versus two. Um, PJ, do we ask PJ? MTV, if you're listening, can you like please we're... reboot Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah. Axl Rose versus Bono. Do we, do, we, do we ask PJ? Do they really fight? Who's got more money? That, that's how we said it. I remember that's that. No, I know one. what you're talking about. Yeah. That's an easy I know one. if you ask PJ, who, who we already lost. How do you I know? Did. I don't know his answer here. He, he hates Bono too. Mm. PJ, jump in. Who do you got? Between... Oh, Damn, shit. There it is. shit. Oh, shit. It's just matter of fact at this it's point. It's, it's like, not really not... about whether I like him or not. It's if matter of fact. If you go back and you watch the Red Rock, the Red Rock concerts with Sunday Bloody Sunday to the, the where he's like fake prank calling George Bush to like where they've gotten to like with the, even with like their Live their, Aid. Like, Live Aid. The Live yeah. Aid stuff like with his mullet and it's like the fucking there's Project no, Red. The and fucking then not to mention Facebook might, there was ever a, used it. There was 15 years where he might have had the greatest voice in rock period I not think, even just like yeah like where nobody could touch his singing skills uh on top of on top of the showmanship so all right so if you had to listen so you're stuck inside the next three weeks you're stuck listening to either oh you two's got way more songs than you're fucking going, Guns going, and Roses oh yeah <laughs> you, that's, that library doesn't that's, even come close I would just end. be listening to a fucking <laughs> they're one. making it and <laughs> yeah. it pops up one yeah and they're putting it on your phone whether you like it or not yeah like, fuck I'm listening to you two now no I and for the record I cannot I don't like and original anything. lineup still and original lineup still and I don't like anything that U two has released since How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb with Beautiful Day on it. That's the last album that, and that was like two thousand one. Going back to the original but, lineup, can we talk about how badass the Edge is for just like two seconds? The Edge, Larry Mullen Jr. is one of the coolest cool fucking fuck coolest yeah, motherfuckers the, on the, the planet. The coolest drummers ever. They just look like, cool. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like, yeah. The two guys that no one cares about in the band are the coolest. Oh, the coolest are ones, the coolest of, the ones band. of the band. What yeah, was yeah. what was Adam the, Clayton and and Larry Mullen? The, the Edge had a fucking he had a song. Um, God, he had he where the video was him sitting and like people walking and doing numb, st- numb, such cool. a great, great song. fucking song of, of Zeropa. Yeah, don't look, don't feel, don't touch. Just and it's it's a good video and it's like randomly it's just you're on like, his face the whole time. Where'd that cut? Co- yeah, okay. And also, I think uh, this, I, I'm pretty this. sure I could be wrong, but I think David LaChapelle directed the video. I think you're right too. I think he did. And and also just for this fact. So but everyone has to wear Birkenstocks next episode because we're all old as shit. If we're picking Bono as the number one frontman um, all the time, I mean, it's not like it's hold on. I'm, I'm pretty Axel sure Axel Rose might be older. No, I'm saying this is we'd have to come in with uh, with True Religion pants on. And, no, and, no, I'm saying I'm not saying that he's old. I'm saying just like how old. I is think the that when taste? we when we when this when we do this on social media, we have to when when they see Bono at number one, there has to be an asterisk. Yep. With the time period, because I do not want people to think that we think Bono is cool has been. But cool there's an asterisk on the I'm time period as Axl Rose. I like, would still what are you say about? though that the fact that he still sells stadiums now beats the Axl Rose thing a hundred percent. I think we had to do two thousands on. Also, I like the fact that him and in in Ireland, uh, 
it's he lives next to the edge and then somebody bought a plot of land in the middle and built it and that was Enya. So it's literally <laughs> Enya's Bono, castle in the middle. Enya Does it, and the she, edge. it has a castle, doesn't the she? Yeah, like yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy castle. Uh, so those are so we so our 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 picks were so we have Michael Hutchins is number five. Can I toss an honorable mention on the list? We're gonna go into honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah. So Michael Hutchins is number five. Who is our number four? Eddie Vedder. Eddie, Eddie Vedder number four. Gwen, Gwen Stefani, Stefani number three. Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Cobain and Bono. I mean, we did all right, guys. God, what we a, did all right. what a lineup. It's we did all right. Bad. We did all right. There's, all right. There's no music to pull from. From I'm there. curious about the honorable mentions because there was yeah. a couple that could have been added on there for sure. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. So who, who are you? We'll get one honorable mention, right? Sure. My honorable mention was Brandon Flowers. Yeah, he was on mine too. He's a fucking. I think like if you look at like, but just he be, wouldn't. He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't, wouldn't make this list. He would no. come close to this list, but yeah, he's on mine too. But again, like we're talking, he's been doing it for 19 years, which is still, like, it's still an incredible amount of time. But in terms of like being a good rock star that's spent that amount of time, he's fucking a great yeah, rock I would, star. I would argue that he's probably the most underrated frontman. Kid's got style. Like, he's, I agree. Yeah. I think he's All the right, most my, my, my honorable mention, just by the fact that he's not only, not so much now, but was an incredible frontman, is an amazing singer, and s- an incredible guitarist. You're going to say the same thing I was going to say. <laughs> Matt Bellamy from Ooh. Muse. He's my honorable Matt mention. I don't I know where he falls. No. I know where you're going. I'm really surprised one person did I don't know where Matt pull. Bellamy falls Who? in the list. But Maynard. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't put Maynard on anything. Um, well, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. Like, I'm, uh, just because not only can he sing pretty well, you don't have to like his songs but yeah. he can sing his Kids fucking ass off he's also like inc- an incredibly amazing guitarist as well and he's yeah. somewhere in my list where I don't know but he deserves I'm an honorable Jason mention so doesn't have Maynard on here the reason I don't have Maynard on is the same argument we're making earlier because he at like at a tool show if you've been to a tool show he always stands behind the stage uh, his whole thing is not gotcha. about being in front he's not a front man he call. doesn't want can- he doesn't want lights on him or anything he has everyone else in front of him all the time the drummer everyone else has the lights it's not his thing he kind of slithers around the stage and on the back great call um, I was going to say honorable mention I thought that you were going to say this one but Jack White yeah oh. Because we talk about rock stars, wow, talk about yeah. beating people up, Fuck. like the white stripes, wow. what they did. I would say that Married we, a model. I would say that we could resoundingly put uh, Jack White at number six on the on the list. I think I'm so comfortable too. with that. I'm, we could it's okay an with easy that. choice to put him at number six. So I uh, I have I had uh, Brandon Flowers as my uh, on my honorable mentions, but then I have two other. I have David Byrne. The reason I didn't put David Byrne on was one similar to the same reason that uh, Jason didn't put Maynard on. David Byrne's just an artist. I don't think he's really. He's an awesome frontman, but not not of any of the people that we talked about. He's a great singer. He's not a rock star. And then I yeah. have another random one. I have one that's so undercover, and he's he's under he's he's underrated on the same level as Brandon Flowers, but Ian Ashbery of the Colt. Mm. Great, cool. One of the greatest, one of the greatest frontmen of all time. Cool. Let's end on that high. <laughs> have you ever seen Ian Ashbery fucking perform? <laughs> no, and that's the point. I don't think anyone has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Oh, that was good. Oh, my Best God. Best stage presence ever. I'm sure. <laughs> Seb still has PTSD from the word cult. <laughs> Seb did have sync on his list, and he's just pushed out. I know. No, but we weren't allowed to do uh, transitions in the solo. But you put Beyonce solo. on there, though, from... From we can do hey we can do a, another list because these are fun we can do another list like best frontman to ever parlay from a band into a, something yeah. else well, then, yeah, obviously Justin Timberlake Justin there's Timberlake. a lot Jack White's it's, another one that can exist it's Justin Beyonce, Timberlake Paul McCartney or John Lennon those Beyonce, are the three that are gonna get it uh, yeah, Beyonce is a good one there's a lot of stuff yeah you're right Beyonce 
that should be our next uh uh, next time we're quarantined, that's yeah, the next one, right? Yeah, this, this send us your was, list ideas. That people. was a lot. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Anything else before we sign off? Jesse, you're a wanker. Bono. 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 Strong. One nice. love. I mean, you fuck guys you got guys. it. If you're quarantined, go 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 watch. Well, Rallen I am quarantined, and, and I'll listen to it today. <laughs> no, go watch the go watch Rallen Hum. I got nothing film. but time, baby. And you'll you'll that's there's nothing like that 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 dude when he was in his prime. Strong that you know what I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Shane. That was a great strong pull at the end yep. that I had completely discounted. Because JT so, was your number one. Because <laughs> Justin Timberlake was my number one. <laughs> hey, you know Justin Timberlake's a fucking hell of a performer, and that dude has some influence. So yeah, not, not not a bad call, but. Fucked a few chicks too. Ugh, what a legend. Dude wore a <laughs> denim fucking suit with his girl Brit Brit. You know, good times. Yeah, yeah. Legend. All right, guys. Neon Black. 